What's up, Mark? Welcome back, JP. Good to be here on what? Are, what is this? What is this? Today's Friday, and it is the twentieth. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. The year's already going by. The first month is almost done. Yeah, it is. It's pretty wild to think about. Well, we are here on uh, the Haywood Baptist Hour, so it's good to have you here, Mark. Good to be here. It's glad always to good to be here, JP. Yeah, listening on this fun. Of course, it's actually Friday when we're recording, as always, but yeah. for you, it's on a Sunday morning, mm-hmm. uh, around 8 a.m., And uh, but this is also on the Middle Cross podcast, Middle Cross Ministries on Spotify, so yeah, yeah man. Go and give us a listen, give us a review. Um, we always have a little comment box that you can comment, um, maybe a topic you'd like to hear about. Yeah. But until then, JP, what are we talking about today? Well, today we're... I don't know if if, if we've been, we're kind of scattered brain folks, aren't we? Well, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. rightly so. So uh, what we're kind of settling in, I think, is going to be um, a weekly devotional of sorts. Yeah, it's what we like the most. Sure, I think that's what we we all need more Bible, don't you think? Give me more Bible, man. So more Jesus, yeah. and uh, we're just going to take a look at the Gospel of John. Mm-hmm. The first chapter just kind of go as far as we go mm-hmm. in these thirty minutes we've got. Yeah, and uh, and see what's there. Just kind of comment on stuff as we go. And if we, man, if we get if we don't get past verse one, I'm okay. okay with that. That's okay. I'm all right with that. And kind of go wherever the spirit leads. Yeah, I like. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like this is kind of our niche right here. Is you know doing this i mean obviously we, we kind of do this for a living and and um but if there's ever a topic that um you're curious to get a biblical take on um then just feel free to send us an email or or um like we said post in the comment box on our spotify yeah and that email is going to be my email yeah you want to give it to him yeah J, it's all lowercase, jpb5th at gmail.com. You know, there's one day when we're going to get so famous that you're not going to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. We'll have to get like a P.O. box. I just, I don't, I, don't, I don't, is that what famous people do? I, I reckon so. P.O. boxes. JP, we're in a new studio, right? Sort of, kind of, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's really exciting for us because we can see all the things that we've, you know, done and how we've kind of moved up, but like, obviously our listeners can't. Um, <laughs> But we can just describe it. It's awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. Yeah. Um, we're, I mean, we're glad to be able to do this. And uh, Brother Grover Westover was the one that had done it for quite some time, uh, the Haywood Baptist Hour, for years. And then it's it's actually the longest going ministry um, for the Haywood Baptist Association, like, period. Really? Mm-hmm. So does that end with him and then we have to restart or is it technically a continuation no it, it continued on like oh really it okay got dropped because right. we picked it up so we're, we're gonna keep it going yeah man all right i'm i'm all right with that yeah that's a, hey there's big shoes to fill <laughs> but i think we can do it yeah, i think we're we're, we're, we're making it all right yeah. well before we get to what's in john chapter one um this is the first few verses mark tell me how you've been doing what's uh what's 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 new this week um, well, I started school, um, successfully finished my first week back at MABTS, Mid-America Baptist Theological Seminary, and um, doing pretty good, taking four classes this year, but um, according to my advisor, at least, I'm on track to graduate in spring of 24 with Sweet. my Associates of Divinity, so Love I'm it. really excited about that. What about you, JP? Uh, well, I haven't started school back yet at SBTS. 
.edu. Yeah. <laughs> the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. Uh, that's in a couple weeks. So both in theological education. This past week, I've uh, been, planning, been planning a worship service for tonight. Oh, yeah. That Actually. is going on tonight, isn't it? Yeah. Like a, like a, a pastor's worship service or yeah. a minister's worship service. Just kind of to start the year off with a bit of encouragement, a uh, bit of preaching. We'll sing together. Um, just be kind of a good time. That's exciting, brother. Yeah. I got Very to cool. visit, where did I go? Monday, went to the Haywood Park Hospital um, up there, and some of us pastors got together to figure out how to uh, how to fill out the, um, uh, what, what am I doing? the chapel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the hospital, what it needs, how we can provide some stuff as, as churches for it, and kind of, kind of get that going. That's exciting, brother. Um, other than that, man, still going to the gym. Yeah. Training and gaining? I don't know about gaining. You're going to get on the cut, though, pretty soon, right? Like I'm, you were telling me? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Very cool. Lose a few pounds yeah. so I can keep up running with you. Hey, I'm about to pick it up pretty soon once it starts to warm up, man. We'll be going back outside. I've been on the be, treadmill, and I can't stand the treadmill. I'll be glad when it warms up because yeah. I feel like, um, well, I know, I know for you, when it gets warm, you get a little more peppy. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like, since I since I lost, what, it was like 35 pounds, and, and then being outside and, and running, and then coming back and, like, losing, like, a couple of pounds of water weight, that, that just, like, drove me to no end. So, yeah, this is, like, the first winter that I'm actually looking forward to the summer. I'm actually looking forward to the heat, so. And you still got, speaking of winter time, looking kind of grizzly over there. Got yeah, the going. yeah, growing the beard out, um... I failed that. We were gonna see who can go the, the longest, and now I was like, I just look like I don't know what I look Grizzly like. Grizzly Adams. No, I didn't look like that. That's like a step above, way above what I actually looked like. I looked like a like a feral a mutt. child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I'm trying to get past this awkward phase of uh, you know it kind of being transparent, and then um, hopefully it'll like I don't know beef up a little bit. So. Have like a ZZ Top beard going. Yeah. Duck Dynasty. Yeah. You know, he's been growing out of that thing for like 33 years. Yeah, it's wild. It's crazy. But um, maybe not that, maybe not to that extent. So um, that's what's been going on. Yeah. What about John? What about John? Well, he just had, oh, you're not talking about my brother. Okay. <laughs> no. That's cool. Talking about John. I mean, I'm John, uh, your brother's awesome. Yeah. Speaking of John, shout out. Him and his wife just had their baby. Oh, really? No way. Yeah, I'm an uncle again. Sweet. Little Molly Sue. She's just a little adorable little package of joy. I love it. I'm sure John would disagree. Anyways, (laughs) yeah, let's get to um, John. We're talking about the deity of Christ. Yeah. Who is Jesus? And we get that answer in John chapter 1. And let's, let's answer this question first. Who is John in the first place? John, he's not John the Baptist. Nope. I can tell you that much. Different dude. John, a disciple of Jesus Christ. And by this point, correct me if I'm wrong, it's about 20 years past the Christ event after Jesus has ascended. And um, so this is kind of an older guy. And he's sitting down and recalling and thinking about and under the, the divine inspiration of the Holy Spirit and writing about his experiences and what he saw. This is the last of the four Gospels. And it's... You give me a weird look. Is that not right? Oh, That's no. Right, it's just, it? it's, <laughs> okay. No, you're right. It's just this 
His coffee is coming. I was like, I think that's right. Last of the four Gospels, and this one kind of takes a different approach, and it's it's built on a foundation of eight works that Jesus did, and then there's a little bit of fill in the gaps all around, and uh, things that Mark doesn't address, things that Matthew don't doesn't address. It's just kind of like it's the same thing that Matthew, Mark, and Luke have talked about, just from a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the reason we have four Gospels. It's the same thing. It's the Christ event. It's just from different perspectives, which I love that about the Gospel because, like, all the accounts aren't exactly the same, mm-hmm. but that's what gives it its validity because, like, if you w- witness a car crash from all different points of view, all the stories are going to be different. But it's going to be the same thing. They're talking yeah. about the same thing, but it's going to be a little bit different. Which Yeah, that's a that's actually just a really important point because – I've heard lots of folks ask, you know, why do we have to have four, or why why is there why the why does there seem like there's discrepancies between yeah. the four? Yeah, um, and each book has its purpose; it has its exactly. audience that it's talking to. And, exactly. Yeah. In fact, that reminds me, and as y'all listen, you may hear pages turning, at least of the Bible. It's because we believe in real Bibles. <laughs> Amen. Uh, I love that sound. The point of, we can find the main point of the whole book, right? This is, this is like what we're doing, right? We're, we're, this is an example of like good Bible study, I hope. Yeah. Starting up here, what's the context? Who is the author? What's the author's purpose? Yeah. And when you get to the actual text, that informs what the verses mean, right? Yeah. So the purpose of the book is found in John chapter 20, verse thirty. And 31, which says, Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Amen. So that you may believe yeah. that Jesus is the Christ. That's the great thing about being a Christian, following Jesus Christ, is we're not we're, we're, we're not just diving into a blind faith. Mm-mm. There is a substantial amount of evidence given to us that we can place our trust in. And, you know, that's, that's the thing about is there's so much evidence, and there's also the Holy Spirit, and there's also Jesus and his, like, saving work that predestined us before the foundation of the world. But it's also, hey, we're not just asking you just to, just to believe for sake of believing, but that there's evidence that you can believe in. And that's the whole point of John's gospel. These things are written so that you may believe yeah. that Jesus is the Son of God. So. In fact, there's uh, seven particular signs in the gospel of John, if I'm not mistaken. Did I say eight? If I said eight, I meant seven. <laughs> or, well, wait, is, is there seven eight? or eight? Oh, boy, we're really showing our <laughs> biblical showing paralysis our here. <laughs> I think we'll figure out, right? <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to go through the Gospel of John anyway. Yeah. There's seven or eight, but each one is leading up to and pointing to the final big sign that is the cross yeah. and the resurrection. Mm-hmm. The so, miracle of salvation. Yeah. Okay. Very good. That's all good context. Very good context. It's actually super important, right? Yeah. So we don't want to take verses out of context. For sure. Cool. So, hey, tell me, Mark, what uh, translation are you reading from? The LSB, the Legacy Standard Bible. I and bet. I got to thank my my good brother, Robert Kale, for picking me up a copy. And I've really been enjoying it. 
if you want a reference as to what this is similar to, it's an ASB 95 are very similar. Mm. So, yeah. So we're reading from different translations. You got the elect standard version, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> the ESV. The, <laughs> the elect standard version. Yeah. That's what that's what all the young Calvinists use yeah. is the ESV. So. It's the English standard version. Amen. All right. So there, when we read, there may be a bit, just a yeah. tad bit of difference. Let's, you ready to actually look at the scripture? Let's do it, brother. Yeah. So uh, John chapter one. How about you read it, Mark? In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. I'm just going to read the first five verses. Okay. And the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and apart from him, nothing had came into being that has come into being. In him was life, and life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overtake it or comprehend it. Hmm. Amen. All right, so that first that verse first, let's kind of unpack that a little bit. So in the beginning, what is this in reference to? Well, Mark, I think this is reference to creation. Yeah. All right. And it's also but it's more specifically a reference to Jesus. The word. Yeah. So was 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 Jesus was God created? No. No, um, he was not. Let's go to uh, what I'm going to do. I'm going to Genesis chapter 1 so we can actually see and hear the right cuz the the folks listening or listening not looking. <laughs> right? Yeah. So Genesis chapter 1 starts in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Chapter 1 verse 1. Mm-hmm. Then you go to John in the beginning was the word. Yeah. So when God created the heavens and the earth it says the earth was without form uh, without form and void darkness was over the face of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said That's super super important. I think we overlook the nature of who God is a lot of times. Yeah. So when, when in the beginning, it was God speaking that made things come into being. Yeah. And then John says, in the beginning was the Word. Yeah. So he's saying it, the Trinity was there operating together. Mm-hmm. The Word is Christ the Son. Yeah. The Word was with God, but more importantly, the Word was God. Mm-hmm. So... Refresh my um, Koine Greek here. What is word in the original right there? You kind of gave me a fright there for a minute, Mark. I was like, oh boy, I'm not ready for this. I wasn't going to ask you a question that I didn't know you know the answer to. (laughs) Logos. Logos, exactly. So he is the Logos. He's the word. He is the standard. So we oftentimes talk about this being a living word or the Bible is living. And that's that's what we're talking about because this, Mm -hmm. he is the word. Right, and he he is God. So I kind of like to look at what other when I was studying this when we were doing this with our students, I kind of looked over like what other people think about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you look at the lighthouse, right, that's that's the Mormon. Oh yeah, or the Jehovah's Witness. I, I I forget, but their translation of this verse is in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was a God. And and wrong. Yeah, wrong. So that, that's 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 hold on a second, Mark. You know what? Since you're talking about Greek, don't me, quiz me. I'm not going to quiz you. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting on my computer going to. Uh, oh, what, what am I trying to find? I'm trying to find. Where is it? 
Yeah, there we go. NA28 Greek New Testament. Yeah. And I'm going to go to John 1 and see and look if I can find um, the article they speak of. Mm. Right? Yeah. Uh, Let's see. So real quick while you're doing that, this first verse just establishes who God is, his deity, that the word is Jesus Christ, but that Jesus Christ is God, but he is in three distinct persons in one God. And so that's kind of the mystery of the Trinity that we, you know, we can't fully understand here in ourselves. How how can there be three persons in one? But this kind of, this kind of sets the stage for who God is. This, this establishes the Trinity that he is the word, but he is also God, right? And he was in the beginning with God, according to verse two. Yep. So he's with God, he was God, and he is with God, if that makes sense. <laughs> Every time I read this, no matter how much I study it, I, I always kind of get myself a little bit turned around. So it's, I may mispronounce this, Kaitheos Einha Lagos. Uh, let's see, which would, I don't know, I'm trying to go back to, go back to where I was beforehand. Um, so, and the word was, and the word was God. Um, right. That word logos is obviously the word theos is God, Kai is and, and those other two words are helping put all that together. Um, point being, there is no specific article that, that, uh, provides an A there. Yeah. And it now... Languages aren't like just a little language one on one here. It it's not one to one. Like every word we have in English doesn't go directly to a word in Greek. Yeah. Or vice versa. It's more like there's a language here, there's a language here, and it's a you're transferring the communicating an idea in each one mm-hmm. and they communicate those in different ways. So there's some things that Greek has, right, that English is not gonna have. As, yeah. So that it can't be comprehended. Um, one of what's happening when the Mormons do their little thing here with the article is uh, they're trying to make Greek do something it doesn't actually do. That's the point. Yeah. In order to conform to their view of Jesus, instead of just letting the Bible be the Bible. Um, I mean, the Mormons believe that, and the, the reason that they do this is the Mormons believe that Jesus is God. But he's a god among many gods. Which is crazy. Because they believe in themselves that, right, one day they're going to be gods. Yeah. Right. So, and more people believe that than you might think, man. I mean, seriously. It's dangerous. That's scary like, stuff. I hear that a lot. Yeah. That, like, in heaven we will become gods. And I don't mean Christians believe that. I mean, it's people outside of, like, where we go to church. Like a lot of religions in, in general. But, yeah. um. So, anyway. But, yeah, moving on. Um. So yeah, this establishes who, who Jesus is and that he was in the beginning, right? He was the word. So before before creation, before the Lord created everything, he was there. So was God created? No. God has always been. God will always be. Because if God was created, then that means there would have to be a more powerful 
being, substance, whatever, than God in order to create him, which there is none. Mm -mm. God is all-powerful. God is sovereign. And so... So that, that that completely dismisses that you know something created God that there's gods among many. So let's go to that second verse if you don't have anything yeah. left for verse Good. one. So he was in the beginning with God. Who is he? The Word. Who is the Word? That is Jesus. Jesus is the Logos. He's in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and apart from him, nothing had come into being. Nothing came into being that had come in to being. So let's let's unpack that a little bit as well. Yes, okay. So we established everything is made through, and we went back to Genesis 1. Yeah. He was the Word. Um, established that He's not created. He always was. Um, let's see. Where, where was it? Establishes oh, the Trinity. Yeah, and without Him wasn't anything made that was made. So... Um, a lot of times it's easy to go to assume that when you get to the Gospels, like in the Bible, all of a sudden Jesus just pops up as though he hasn't been involved in anything the whole rest of the story of redemption. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. He pops up in terms of his incarnation. Like he, we got right, we celebrated Christmas. He was born into this world. Yeah. He put on flesh, but he has always been like um, an eternity past. Yeah. Which means literally forever back that way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, in the beginning. When was, when was the beginning? I'll give you an answer that I hear <laughs> people hear a lot. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but this is, yeah, this is, uh, all things have come through him into being, yeah. You want to hit verse four? Yes. Mm. This gives me, this seems to me riled up. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. So later on in the chapter, Jesus is going to apply this to himself, and he says, I am the light of the world, mm-hmm. right? And so, oddly enough, this was like a common thing for like Pharisees and teachers of the day to say, but they would say that I am the light of this temple, or I am the light of these people that I'm teaching. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, so so they wouldn't say that I'm the light of the world, obviously. But like everyone who can yeah. hear my voice, because obviously people would come, they would listen to the scripture being read, they would listen to the rabbi, usually just quote other rabbis. But when they say this, they say, I am the light of this Bible study. I'm yeah. the one that's bringing the light, right? But <laughs> when Jesus says, I'm the light of the world, that makes him deity. Dude, I never, Wow. It's just listening to a lot of sermons. <laughs> no, it's great because I never put that together. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's yeah. When I first heard those, yeah, absolute context. There's a reason why Jesus is saying all this. He's like, we'd like to think that he's just standing there one day and everyone's listening to him and he just says it. <laughs> but like, he is like applying everything around him to himself, showing that he, hey, he's in control of all of yeah. this. He's made all of it, and he can apply it to himself because he is God. So he, in him was life, and life was the light of man. So out of, we've already established that nothing comes into being that hadn't come into being apart from him. So there's nothing in our world that God doesn't know about. There's yeah. People say that the Bible isn't a book of science, or that science can easily disprove the Bible. Prove it. I want to see your proof, mm-hmm. because I don't think you have any. Because the Lord had already created everything, right? And it's 
through his written word. So in him is life. And life, when it comes into our life, we are in darkness. And we don't like to think of ourselves in darkness. We don't like to think of ourselves as lovers of darkness. But that's, when we're in sin, that's what we are. We're dead in our trespasses and sins. We're in darkness. And when life comes in, it comes through the light of the gospel. That is Jesus. Amen. That's why he addresses him as the light. Yeah, which is what verse 5 is saying. Amen. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. It's amazing to think, like, it's, it's, it's literally physically impossible for darkness to overcome light. Like the way God has made his world. Yeah. You ever thought about that? Anytime, Honestly, no. <laughs> anytime light exists anywhere, it inherently overcomes the darkness that's in its presence. That's, Which, yeah, that's true. I, I always think it's really neat that God, what he says in his word matches how he's made his world. And where you see defects is where sin is, mm-hmm. right? So the light shines in the darkness, just like um, images that come to mind, like a full moon on a clear night. Yeah. It shines. It's dark, right? Like the sun coming up in the morning shines. So there's a lot of things that shine. And even when we talk about like uh, someone that has a particular light or life <coughs> about them, they, we would say they have a light about them. Yeah. Like they, their smile shines. It's not literally that their teeth blind us or radiate, although some people's do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not mine. Yeah. Not mine. <laughs> but um, so we have this idea, and here it's, it's basically established in the Word, and Jesus is the one that supplies this ultimately. And John's going to take this idea of light like you're talking about in life, and tease it out in the in the stories of Jesus later on in this gospel, yeah, and show how he is this light that brings or this the, yeah that this light that brings life into the middle of the darkness. I love it how John like in the very first five verses he's already giving you clues as to what's going to happen out through throughout yeah. the whole book and to the very end. Yeah, like you think is darkness going to overtake when when the Lord's mm-hmm. eventually crucified, he's buried. But then it says the darkness did not overtake it. The light shines in the darkness, which I, that that to me, I mean, like, you can't say that this is an inspired word. No, like, you, you can't do it. Like, it's absolutely incredible. Just kind of like how it, just in the first five verses, how it gives you essentially the whole book, which I, I love that. Yeah. About. So again, the deity of Christ, and this gives us the characteristics of who Christ is. He is the word. He was there in the beginning. He has not been created. He is the creator, and he is the light. So that gives us five things from the first five verses. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I think the we're, we're coming up in a few minutes close up to the end of our time, but I think uh, something to ask would be, where do we stand in our belief of those things about Christ? Like for us and also whoever's listening on the radio, yeah. do you actually believe that about Jesus? Absolutely. Right. Like, is he, yeah, we would 100% confirm and say yes. And in our belief, though, something I um, need to be reminded of is that I don't sustain my belief in those things about Jesus. It's actually, ironically enough, and amazingly enough, it's him that sustains that in me. 
Amen. So he sustains my belief in the reality that he is the light of my life, that he is God. He's not just a teacher. Uh, that he, um, what are those other things, Mark? So uh, he's the light. He's the creator. He hasn't been created. Yeah. And like, uh, just to kind of branch off your thought here, this also kind of gives us a blueprint for if like, if someone is looking for a church mm-hmm. or they're looking to get involved in a Bible study, the John chapter one, verses one through five is a great b- blueprint for figuring out, Hey, is this a church that I want to be a part of? Hey, do yeah. you believe that Jesus is the word? Do you believe that his, and, and if Jesus is the word and he is God, then that means his word is inerrant. Mm-hmm. It means that his word has no errors in it. Did he create the world? According to the account of Genesis it was all created through him. Is he the light? Um, I'm I'm forgetting what a, what, what the other points <laughs> I made was, but this is gonna be a good blueprint for if you're thinking about joining a church, you can sit down and ask the pastor these questions. Yeah. Speaking of joining a church, um, Mark, your youth pastor at Zion Baptist Church, highly recommend. Yep. So I think though, what we'll conclude on here is right. Um, Jesus is God, and He's no less. And so where's your faith? Is it in here, in Him or not? And then also, take a look at uh, where you go to church. Do yeah. the people that go there, does the church, does the preacher believe these things about Jesus? Because this is a matter of like priority when it comes to uh, what, we, what we say the Bible says yeah. in our faith. So anyway, it's... And if your church doesn't believe this... Run. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe time to find another church. Yeah. Hope y'all can join us sometime soon. Um, come to church. You still got time. You still got time. Yeah. 1030, 612 Fulton Road at New Vision Baptist uh, Church, and then Zion Baptist Church, Mark. 1733 Upper Zion Road. All right. Good to have y'all with us. We'll catch y'all next time.